shit in my sheets. Hold up, skinny ass Gary Paulson reading motherfucker from the bottom left corner of the state of South Dakota. What's up, dudes? That where we're at? That's where we're at. Yes. What's okay. up, my? That's where I'm at. I'm in a little closet in, in there. Oh. Nice. <laughs> I'm nice. surrounded by a bunch of people in black. Well, um, <laughs> there should be a meme for that I one there. one of them. I don't even know what to say to that. I'm just <laughs> sitting in my room in my uh, chair and comfortable here. Uh, I, apparently my lifestyle is as exciting as you guys' is, but yeah, so, uh, okay. Okay, well, we are going to be debating about the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time today. This is going to be the first ever debate cast on here. And oh. <laughs> we've uh, throughout some videos that you've probably seen on both of our channels, we have some very, um, very terse opinions about the Zelda series. Indeed. Well, two of us are right and one of us wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of us is right and two of us are blinded by nostalgia here. So. Oh, okay. Uh, let's well, let's we'll see. Set the tone for this. All right, let's set it early. It's okay. Yeah, so my point is that Ocarina of Time is blinded by nostalgia and it has major issues that games like Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, Breath of the Wild, and even the Dark Souls series fix combat-wise. That's interesting. Are you looking for a response on that? Is yes. That well, first uh, of all, if you watch, you watch our live stream... You gotta, you gotta make it, make it fun. Because if you watched our uh, forest temple, I think we didn't use a shield, and so probably fighting the skull. The, uh, oh god, I can't even name the people now. Uh, the Stalfos? See, not the lizard guys. The freaking Stalfos. Stalfos, yes, thank you. Um, fight those guys without a shield, which is a sword, and tell me, tell me, uh, you guys have to fix the combat. That's so, see, you bring it to my point here because generally it's raise shield wait just wait and that's something that Aaron Hansen made in his sequel Addis video there's so much waiting in the game for combat you don't have that in other games I would strongly I would strongly disagree I'd say that's an option that is yeah. a, that's a safe strategy if you want to play that way but I would disagree wholeheartedly no you have to wait for an opening on every single enemy Stalthos Lazalthos no, Get you're wrong. <laughs> that's so. That, no, wait, you're wrong. This, that's so not true, you man. Don't, don't How? That that game is so intuitive in its in its combat that I say that even games today have a hard time comparing to the combat. And that a lot of a lot of what they do in today's game is they make automated automated attacks to make it look flashy, but it doesn't mean that the control is still in your hands. In my opinion, I feel like that game still holds up combat wise. There was there. You, yes, you have the shield, but you also have the the lock on, which lets you uh, 360 circle your opponent. That is still in use in so many games today. Um, you have the ability to crouch down when you're shielding and stab forward at whatever speed you choose, and control the angle of the shield. Also, you have you're you're not limited to shield strike. Shield strike. You have. You have the roll. You don't have to lock onto your opponent, which I prefer not to do, honestly, unless you're trying to play clean and safe. You have the option to roll, walk, run around your your opponent free style with your stick. You don't have to lock on at all. Swing at any angle you want. Plus, you have the uh, quick dash to the quick jump to the side. You can quick jump strafe either left or right. You can do a backflip to evade. 
can also do a jump forward strike to a hit, land a hit. And like I said, you always have the option of, you know what, uh, I can lock on for defense or whatever and keep it, keep myself def well defended. But when you're ready to strike, you can roll behind them, turn around and do a quick slice. So it's, it's like, to me, it's so free and open. Oh, let me, let me it gives you the control of precision for defense, but it also gives you the freedom to do uh, acrobatic moves as well as uh, whatever whatever kind of stri strikes you want. Plus, I have one more thing to add before I let them go. I don't want to forget. You uh, Over your strikes, you have the control of making them horizontal strikes, or you have the op option of uh, horizontal vertical, or you have the option of stabbing as well. So you have that, and, or jump strikes, you know? So you have the option of those like three different maneuvers that I think is pretty intuitive just by which way you tilt the stick. It depends on what kind of strike you throw, you swing at, and uh, I don't know. I find that that is way beyond its time, and it still holds up to me. And I still find that, personally, the combat system in that game more enjoyable than, uh, to be honest, most uh, most action games I've even played today to, to compare them to. Because in oh, most no, games that you I'm gonna jump in on that before you guys can crack on. It's true because uh, the Ocarina of Time is very in Majora's Mask is the same way. It's very versatile when it comes to. Uh, the combat, you like you said, you can use the Z lock. You can walk around in a circle as a Z lock. You can jump side to side. You can do a backflip to evade. You don't have to use a shield. And the point, like, with uh, the sequelitis, he that's coming from someone who's impatient in playing the game. When it comes to combat, it's any game. I play. We play a game called Hunted the same way. You being slow is part of the combat. It actually throws me off. If the games like. Uh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima and Sekiro is fast paced, but it's easy to block and parry because so, you know it's going to be like in a timed sequence. But with Legend of Zelda, the Stalfos were so hard to fight without a shield because they were... I didn't know when they were going to swing or not because they kept running back and forth like I would. And they would swing once, jump back, or swing twice real quickly. Or they'd wait to attack me and it would throw my guard off because I don't know if I need to back up, come close, when do I need to attack and stuff like that. It, it's part of their strategy as long as our strategy. I think the that's a genius way of um, putting the AI um, and you at a disadvantage when it comes to combat. The shield makes it a little like it. Zelda is very versatile when it comes to the easy, hard, and medium settings because there's no settings. You, you you decide how hard it is. You can if you want to play an easy game, you can grab all the hearts in the game. You can have a shield. You can have all the potions, the fairies you want, so you never die. Or like like we did, we we almost went to the point that we didn't even pick any hearts up. It was just going through hearts, but we decided to get the hearts. But we grabbed a shield, or we didn't, we needed to use no shield, and it made the enemies a lot harder to fight. And with them being unpredictably slow, it kind of makes it even more uh, fun to fight them because it's kind of like I'm in actual combat. Both of us are biding our time and making strategy to fight, even though it's just an AI. It's a little bit more than just uh, like the newer games where they just come at you swinging non-stop until you just block them and, and attack them that's true i have one more thing to tag on if i got a moment too because that that brought it to my mind you compare it to no, dark wait, you're wrong. which dark souls is very unforgiving and that's just that's a staple to the game um yeah. it's really surprising to me now um now that we've replayed the game and like since i hadn't played i hadn't played it in years uh how much damage the game the enemies do later on in the game they do a huge amount of damage and you just don't tend to notice it as much if you have if you like dustin said if you if you well prepared if you've come in collecting almost all the hearts you can get in the game and you're lined up with two rows of hearts 
you you don't notice whenever somebody drops like three to six hearts in one hit as much. You, yeah, he's like, oh, that hurt, but you're like, oh, it's okay. I've got a whole full full another bar. I'm good. Or I've got three three potions and a fairy in the bag. If you go into a you go into a hard dungeon late in the game and you don't have any fairies, any potions, and you know you know what you said like Cuddleston, you said screw it. You know what? I'm gonna not grab hearts. You you what do you go if you go in with let's say you have five hearts max. Dude, that's almost a one hit from it from uh, some enemies or a boss. Ganon himself, you get hit by one of Ganon's hits, that's over. That's game over. So difficulty really is up to the player. It's just it's it's on you. So you can make that you can make that game tough. You can make it unforgiving. <laughs> right, Cuddleston. But uh, sorry, Cuddleston sent me funny pictures during this. But uh, anyway, I'm gonna leave it at that. But that's, I'm, I'm I agree with Cuddleston on that. You can make it as hard as you want to make it to a degree. It doesn't necessarily change the AI of the game, but it does change the the difficulty. And I would disagree with one thing as well. I'm gonna end it with this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, you're on my game. This is my game, man. Uh, <laughs> you're talking about uh, childhood, you heathen. <laughs> Attack my own childhood too. I do not think the gameplay is boring or repetitive or uh, is let's say uh, wears on your patience. I think the game, like any other game, has a learning curve. Once you learn the AI and patterns of bosses, yeah, it becomes it becomes more predictable. Or more predictable. But uh, let's be honest, it's a game that people have played many times, and it's a very it's obviously a nostalgic game. Um, so we clearly have played it enough to memorize the AI patterns. It's the same in any game. You play even the most difficult game long enough, you'll recognize AI patterns and, and things that used to be difficult on first playthrough or something you can breeze through. So I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Um, well, seeing as uh, the combat, like, yeah, the combat, you were saying, oh, the enemies are hard to predict. They're not. Their attacks are very coordinated. You can see when there's charging up the swing same with the soul series but are you gonna be able to dodge out of the way of of an enemy in the souls games as easily as in ocarina of time no ocarina of time is way easier of a game but like you said it's from years of learning the game compared to True. games that are the enemies are harder to predict because you have to fight them over and over and over to understand them Games like Breath of the Wild made the combat even more difficult and more fun because, yeah, it weapons break, sure, but the combat in the game, a simple bokeblink can kill you in two hits. Interesting. Well, Cuddleson, you got something to add to that? You're more... The first, I'll stop with the <laughs> so everybody else can see this, I, every time like I disagree with something, I'm sending Danganronpa, Nyagi, uh, no, it's wrong! You're wrong! <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Breath of the Wild is the same. I don't think Zelda's ever changed combat. Look at them all; they're all. The, the I think if anything, they made them simpler. Um, the the goblins and all the enemies I fought in uh, Breath of the Wild. Granted, I, I haven't got that far yet. I have been really simple, and they got. And that's with Skyward Sword. The goblins are so easy to fight; it's ridiculous. They're not like working at a time where like those guys are mean. Uh, like the wolves, they freaking circle. Werewolves circle you. The, um, for sure. Yeah. The, um, oh god, what's those, the giant knights? I can't think of the name right now. Um, they, Dark nuts. Yeah, they they they're slow, but they but if you don't get their patterns down, they freaking hit you for like four hearts. Same with Stalfos. They're fast, agile. They circle around you. There's usually two of them. They have shields. 
And if you don't use a shield and you're not in there prepared, you're prepared to take three to six hearts every time they hit you. Mm-hmm. And or, sorry, Iron Knuckle, not Iron Dark Knight. There you go. That's and yeah. And so it's um, it makes it a little bit more like instead of rushing the the battle, you don't want to go in there just swinging at them because if you make one wrong move or they block, like you can watch our live stream and uh, or you can put that and I'll even allow you to put that part uh, if you want to look the video up and put that part in there that that fight scene. Um, while you're talking about this, but you can see it where they're, uh, they they took me and Flambo down a couple times before we finally had to really like watch their movements. Like it, the only time, the only way I defeated them without a shield was I'd wait for them to attack and I do like I wait for them to strike me and I do a backflip and then try to stab them. Any other time they would dodge my move and hit me and it was you take away all the the game first of all was made for a little bit younger audience so it, it made it easier. But if you take away all the uh, safeguards and you go in there and make it a little bit more challenging, the game gets way easier. And, that, and that's another reason why I, I agree with the, I disagree with the sequelitis only because like, that's I, I, coming from someone who's really, and I, and I love, I love Aaron Hansen, don't get me wrong, I love the Game Grounds. Uh, but I think he's a little impatient when it comes to stuff like that. And I think that's where the impatience comes from. Cause I think he wants something like Sekiro where they're just swinging and you just, like like a hack and slash like Dynasty Warriors, you just want to go in there killing everything and moving right. out of the window. Well, I mean, let's see. Well, you're saying like what you're saying is you're basically backtracking on what you said with Breath of the Wild there. How it's easy if you fight a Lizard, you're gonna be there for five minutes fighting that thing thing. Well, that's why I said I'm not far into it. So I was, I was trying to probably say that like I haven't got that far into it, so I don't know yet. But so far, and I, that's why I kind of started using Skyward Sword as an example than Breath of the Wild because um, they had the same problems. Skyward Sword was so heavily focused on emotional controls, I'm not applying the controller-style combat that all the other 3D Zeldas have compared to that one, because it doesn't doesn't work the same. Right, we're we're talking about working on time anyway, so those are wholly different games in general. I was talking about how easy the enemies are compared to, like... I feel like I feel like the enemy, majority of the enemies in Ocarina of Time are too easy for an older player. But like you said, it was designed. It was the first 3D Zelda, so a lot of its combats can be a lot simpler because they were trying to get an understanding of 3D space compared to games like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, where they have a better understanding of it all. I can see that, but oh, before that. sorry, that before you get into that, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, no, you're wrong. No, I'm kidding. Um, but but the newer games like Wind Waker and all them, they give enemies weak points, and I hate that because like like Wind Waker, you get the little crack in the armor, and you got to target onto it, and you rolls around and hits the armor off or something like that, and makes them weak. Ocarina of Time never had that. You literally just had to find and, and hit them as, as soon as you can. Yeah, but it makes that. it makes it a punishment for just trying to go in and rush in. You have to warn your opponent, understand them, see where the weak point is, be able to disable that weak point, and then be able to take them out. It makes combat harder and more fun. Because no, when I'm no, fighting an iron knuckle... Versus when I'm fighting the Iron Uncle in Ocarina of Time, that's super fun because I'm having to chip away at their armor and their swings, they're unpredictable. They'll swing when you think they're not going to, compared to like the Stalfos, where they'll stop from their movement and then swing because you can tell when their, their attacks are coordinated. 
I think. Uh, I was say that attack is coordinated. I, I think that uh, it is. You, All you games actually, have that. You actually kind of made proved my point because that's what I was trying to say about Ocarina of Time. It's you can't just rush in like like that, and you, you don't have a weak point to, to focus on. You just have to rely on your skill to take the enemy down without a weak point, and you can't just rush in and pack. You can just rush in on those outposts. You can just go chase it down. Nah, you can't, because Flambo tried that, and he, he got his butt kicked. Well, uh, here, let me say this. I think you guys are focusing too much on single enemy combat to begin with anyway. Whenever dun whenever Zelda's a dungeon-based game, it's a it's the experience of a, of a whole. And That's it's fair. More of, it's more of... Uh, it's not more of do I have enough hearts for this one guy? It's do I have enough hearts to make it to this entire dungeon, start to finish? Uh, do we want to we want to go in the dungeons already? Let's talk about the Shadow Temple then, and how linear that is, and not non-explorative it is, and how boring okay. it is. Linear? I was I would like to finish my point. Is all I'm saying is uh I think that you need to focus it more on look at it. The combat is more of. Uh, an endurance thing instead of a, a sprint when it comes to Zelda the enemies become progressively more difficult typically as you get into dungeons and further obviously further in the game that's a typical uh, way of video games design but the point is you go into a dungeon and you're you're there you got to go from start to finish from the top floor to the bottom floor vice versa your your point you're trying to survive it and complete the dungeon and in my opinion whenever you're if you're if you consider yourself more of a pro player or a, or a veteran or somebody who's played a long time or you beat the game before then that is whenever instead of looking at wow this one enemy is easy to beat uh, look at the dungeon and try and beat it cl play clean try to beat it without getting hit or whatever it is try to beat it without potions don't grab the hearts if you want to even make it more difficult like Kelsa said don't grab the shield fight fight your way through that way look at it as, as a whole even including the dungeon boss and then look at combat that way and, th and does it feel was it an enjoyable experience from start to finish did you have fun or was it did it feel like did it feel like uh, uh, labor like you're just button mashing or you're just losing patience oh this is boring see for me in my opinion i'm gonna answer my own question i never felt that way about zelda <clears throat> about ocarina of time it it has one of the most to me replayable uh experiences you can't i'm not even just gonna say games i'm saying experiences it's one of the most replayable experiences whenever it comes to any dungeon or whatever part of the game you're in uh that i enjoy the experience i don't ever feel like wow this is too easy i'm not challenged i'm bored i'm quitting this game it's sort of like it's just a fun experience. I go in. I came. I went in to have fun. I didn't come in to be challenged to the point where I want to rage quit. If I want to look for a rage quit game, they there there are plenty out there, and I would say even Dark Souls is one of those. It's not. It, it it's hard for me. Like when you when you compare Dark Souls to Zelda, because I don't think they're even close to the same type of game in my opinion. Uh, yeah, Zelda's meant to be an, an enjoyable experience. Enjoy it's an action game yeah and it's got a it's i think it's got a cool story but that which is actually unfolded over multiple games but uh that's that's apart from the point i think those are just apples to oranges when you look at dark souls compared to to uh zelda because i never look at zelda as dude i'm i i can't play this today i'm gonna rage quit but if i play dark souls uh, and it's the wrong day i'm like i can't play this today it's, i'm gonna rage quit so anyway i'm gonna leave it at that I'll let you okay. guys response so the thing like oh i'm not gonna pick up any hearts or i'm not gonna use this shield those are self-imposed challenges that aren't part of the base design of the game i'm looking at the base design of combat not things that you can make the game more difficult on yourself with like you could go through dark but souls and not use a shield 
same with Ocarina of Time. I'm looking at the combat of how it's designed to use Z-targeting to wait for an enemy to have an opening and then attack it and then wait for another opening. It gets boring and it's easy. Let me ask you a question. Do you use Z-targeting when you use a bow and arrow? Yes. Do you do that? Okay, well, there you go. See, that's that's your problem. I don't. I never use Z-targeting when I use the bow and arrow or the slingshot. I, I that's, the, my, that's my point exactly, though. I'm not saying you even have to go as far as not have a shield or not carry po potions or fairies. But if your complaint is that it's too easy, then you're the one. If you're the one making it too easy, I think that's kind of hypocritical at the same time. No, I, and I'm not trying to make this personal, but uh, that's my opinion. If I if I'm like if I'm playing, I don't use the Z targeting because I agree. I think it's too easy. Like if, if you're if you need to kill flying enemies that are coming at you, uh, I think it's kind of cheap. I never liked that myself, but it gives the option for somebody who wants to still experience the game but doesn't isn't confident in their skills so that's my point like at some point you have to you do impose on yourself how challenging you want to make it if challenging is uh is a is a, an aspect that you value in the game yeah and i and it's fine to impose challenges but i'm looking critically at the base components not self-imposed challenges on there but so you're talking you about these self-imposed challenges of not using Z-targeting while using the bow and arrow, the slingshot. That's a personal I, choice to do. I got one more question then. What are we What are we comparing Ocarina of Time to at the moment? Are we comparing it to future Zeldas? If we are, do future Zeldas not have the exact same targeting system? Uh, every Zelda I've played has had basically... No, they do. ...linked to the past. So that's my point. What are we... Oh, okay, what are we're we not comparing 2D to 3D because the I way like, combat yeah. works in the two games... Exactly. It, I don't like that like, argument, and I'm not trying to make that argument here with Link to the Past versus Ocarina of Time. I think it's right. a dumb one. You compare Ocarina of Time to like Twilight Princess, that's a fair comparison, or to Breath of the Wild. You don't compare Twilight Princess to Zelda 1. I need. I need. I'm. I'm confused on what we're. What our complaint is. If if we're complaining about Zeke targeting, that's basically complaining about Zelda in a nutshell. Because that is. That to me is. It's a foundation of all the Zelda games, is it not? Yes. I'm not complaining about Zeke targeting. I like it. I'm complaining about the slowness of combat to make it seem difficult. I don't. I don't see that in Ocarina of Time personally. But I don't know. Cuddleston, you got anything on that? Um, I don't know how to say it. I mean, it, it just depends on how you enjoy combat. Like, it's it's like saying uh, I don't like Dynasty Warriors because it's too fast or easy of combat. It's I know it's two different games, but it's just the style of combat that's made in that game. We play a game called Hunted, and it's the same way. <clears throat> you have to literally shield and then attack, or dodge and attack, and. That, that's combat in general. I mean, look in real life. You're not just go in and start like tearing people down like an, an anime. It's it's yeah. slow. It's slow. It's going to be slow. That's that's combat. I mean, if you look at most of those games like that, like Dark Souls, uh, I, I haven't played much Dark Souls, but it's it's kind of roundabout. If it's slow as well, depending on where the speed of what you want, <clears throat> how to do it is, you're not gonna beat. Enemy is Dark Souls quickly, like, and you're not gonna beat people in Ocarina of Time quickly because I'm sick of yeah. my words. You're adding an R in there that's not there, and that frustrates me. Yeah, well, 
right. Well, I don't think like that's her, her, uh, But right. Dark Souls is a. Can I say? Can I just interrupt yeah. you guys? Like, I think we're getting. I think we're getting off topic when we when we get too far into comparing uh, games of completely different genres like that. Or, I, yeah, you're I, right. I just need to understand the foundation of our topic today is basically comparing uh, Ocarina of Time with other Zeldas. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Okay. So I think that's what be our focus, and we need to focus. On okay, the then in that point, uh, combat with the other Zeldas is just the exact same speed, only they add like easier way out to kill the enemy. And I think that's a lot of people are like, I think they're used to like having a weak point to um, abuse to kill an enemy real quickly. And where like everybody's saying the Ocarina, uh, Ocarina of Time is uh, <clears throat> very uh, slow because there is no weak point to advantage. You just gotta weigh out the combat. And I mean, yeah, the way he was uh, in Sequel Odyssey, he was trying to use an example, he sat there and waited for the enemy to attack him. But, I mean, that's strategy in itself. I'm not going to go in guns blazing most times. I'm just going to sit there and wait for my enemy to attack me. And so, it, it, to one person, it's slow, but the other, it's strategy. Yeah, I mean, like, well, in your comment on Dark Souls, Dark Souls is a very reactive based style of combat. It's about managing stamina and health and if you have three or four enemies, managing how to counter all of them at once. Compared to like Zelda, where the most difficult is two iron knuckles in the same room, and you can choose to attack both at the same time and make it super tough, or one at a time and make it easier on yourself. See, I even disagree with that. The, the, I think the hardest is actually two Stalfos in the room because of the fact uh, there's two of them circling you, and if you take one out, you have to quickly take the other one out, otherwise, the other one's going to regenerate. And that's the hard part because if you uh, try taking the other one out, he's defending, blocking, running, and then still attacking. When you get where you're trying to kill him quickly, you're at a disadvantage because he just takes advantage of you trying to be sloppy and trying to kill him fast. And then yeah. if you take too long, the other one's going to come back. But I mean, that's also the argument some people make with games like Dark Souls 2. Throw more enemies at you, oh, it makes it tougher because time management and it doesn't work well. A lot of games like Wind, Wake, Wind Waker has done well with that, where you have this 54 dungeon, you have to fight a bunch of enemies at once. They don't have the respawn thing, but you have like 10 enemy, 10 iron knuckles at one point where you have to fight them all, and it gets very difficult. Yeah, but the iron knuckles, like, yeah, like I said, there's a weak point. Like, you try doing 10 iron knuckles from Ocarina of Time, where they don't have it. Um... Darknet, sorry. Yeah, but they don't have a um, weak point and you're trying to tell. Well, they kind of do when the armor comes off, but they get faster and stronger and stuff. Yeah, and so do Dark Nuts and Twilight Princess. They did that very well. At one point, you have to fight two of them at once while they're losing armor, and it makes it very tough. Same with Iron Knuckles in Ocarina of Time, because the faster they get, the more reactive you have to be. Mic drop. <laughs> I'm not saying that like no, the I'm combat in Ocarina of Time isn't difficult in some parts, like in the Forest Temple with fighting two Stalfos at once. Same in Ganon's Tower when you have to fight two Stalfos while you're trying to get Zelda out of there and you're fighting a five minute timer. It gets stressful and so you panic. Let's see, can we, uh, uh, we have a next topic to move on to? Is that cool? Can I guide this along? Yeah. Can I moderate? Can I moderate here? Can I moderate? That was a moderate. I feel like is there is there topics and like how long is this gonna be by the way? I don't know yet. An hour or so. Okay. Oh, okay. 
I feel like we've been on that topic a little long. We're beating a dead horse. I mean, well, there's also other parts of combat that got evolved in games like Twilight Princess, like the horse combat. There's no oh, sword yeah. horse combat in Ocarina of Time, and it's disappointing because you have this big epic duel on a bridge in Twilight Princess with sword combat and everything. I agree. And it's I super fun. That's because like, Ocarina, Ocarina of Time was the first... 3D Zelda, so you, I mean, that's like saying, uh, the first Zelda doesn't have something that Link of the Past has. That's because, like, they took something and threw it in the first time, and then they, they upgraded it later on in another game. That's like, I, I understand that point if, like, Twilight Princess has what it has, and then you went to Breath of the Wild, and Breath of the Wild took it out, and it was just like Ocarina of Time's combat. Breath of the Wild they, didn't take it out, though. They improved upon it. I don't have a horse yet, so but I mean, they, but Twilight Princess approved upon what Ocarina, Ocarina didn't have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I That's agree. That's why. I feel yeah. like, if, if I'm honest, Twilight Princess to me was the was probably the best, most well-rounded Zelda. It, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it is my favorite. I'm not saying it's not. All I'm saying is, I think it was the, I think it was the best Zelda as far as the uh, quality of the of the game. Well, even the dark oh. theme of it. As a whole, the quality of the game. I think the combat was absolutely par, uh, uh, on par, man. Uh, like you said, the horse battles were amazing. I really enjoyed that with Battle of Ganon too on the horse and how they split up the combat styles. Like everything's a little bit different. Every form you face with him is a, a different style and a different strategy. Oh yeah, very good. So I feel like yeah, they improve every game. Uh, uh, can I open a can of worms? Can we? Can I steer this? Go to, ahead. Uh, a complaint here. Sure. Can I? Because uh, I'm gonna be honest with everybody listening. I have yet to sit down, turn on the console, and play Breath of the Wild. I. Uh, okay. I, I, ha- I have played it. Don't do it. I've never. I've never. It's worth it. Do it. I, I've never stuck the disc in and say, "All right, new game." I've never done that. I have played it. I've. Uh, I've sat down when other people have had it set up and played, and I played for a couple hours. Uh, and I was not really impressed, but I, I didn't start from the beginning. I didn't get into it like I would have Zelda. I, I, I wouldn't do the same thing to Ocarina of Time and say that was fair. So, uh, but Breath of the Wild, my, my biggest complaint, like I never felt anything about the combat that was like super different or, or, or like super improved. But the only thing I did notice was how annoying it was trying to get a new weapon every time you broke. <laughs> and like, am I, that's, that is a hundred percent going to be my biggest complaint on that game is, uh, if you're trying to be real, be real. If you if that's what you're trying to be, take it all the way. Like uh, a weapon doesn't break when you hit somebody five times with it, and uh, and if you're gonna have a weapon break or degrade or get blunt or something, at least have an in-game blacksmith to take it to to get repaired. Don't just have to chunk it and go find another one. Like it, like they grow on trees. Oh look somebody left a claymore in this tre- in this treasure chest in the middle of nowhere and who knows why or you know oh i hit five guys with it oh it's broke already damn i just let me throw it on the ground and grab the grab the dead guy's club like no keep that thing go to a blacksmith get it repaired if that's what you got to do but like so that's my thing is I, I don't understand the concept behind it are they is it trying to be realistic to say hey weapons degrade over you with use or is it trying to just be like uh, we just want you to try all these different weapons and see how you, they feel and if you like them. So I just personally, I just don't have, like, if I find a weapon I like, that means enjoyment, right? That means I've, I'm enjoying the experience. So I want to keep that weapon and I want to keep enjoying that experience. 
but I feel like every time you get attached to a weapon, uh, wait, it's trash. Now I got to go back to a weapon I know I don't like. So therefore, I know I'm not going to enjoy this experience until I find the weapon I do like. So to me, it's just, it, I mean, I could go on and on, but uh, that's basically my beef with it, especially with uh, even, I never got to use the Master Sword, but even the fact that the Master Sword has a cooldown, that it has a durability issue, I find that that's a little ridiculous because I feel like once you get to the end game, it's time to throw out thing. It's time to throw out some things and give a person that not necessarily OP feel, but hey, you earned or you earn this. This is your reward. You earn this. This is the one weapon that's not gonna break. It's badass, and you don't have to worry about it. No more do you need to scrounge for weapons. But if you want to use other weapons, great. Sheath it. Grab those other weapons. But that's my thing. I want to. I want a reward system in a game. I want the the experience is what is important. So. If I make it to end game, I get that badass master sword. I want to use the crap out of that master sword and never use a weapon that breaks again. I feel like that's a decent, that's that's a legitimate desire and reward. But that that's where like that's where it breaks the camel's back for me. That's the straw was the fact that master sword even has durability. And I'm gonna stop complaining right there because like I said, this just goes on. So let's hear. I hear your feelings on it. Uh, Breath of the Wild. I mean, the combat is there to make you learn a diversity of weapons and how to use all of them and it makes it where it's a struggle of oh crap the sword that i've been using broke now i gotta scrounge for a weapon real quick and fight them off yeah the weapon durability system is frustrating i wish they would have given us like a a set of weapon a sword and shield that are at like five damage and five defense that wouldn't break throughout the game so you're not just scrapping for weapons and then oh you're out of weapons so you have to just use bombs and stasis to fight an enemy yeah and i, I can understand the frustration of the combat but at the same time it feels rewarding taking down a horde of enemies with a really cool sword you found in a random chest yeah i could see that I just, I like, I, I watched Cuddleston play, I watched him do his live stream, and he was kicking ass, and then all of a sudden, wait, he's got absolutely no weapons at all. I mean, he's like, he doesn't even have a rock to grab on the ground and beat the guy over the head with, so it's just like, what do you do, man? It, it's, you know, I don't think he even had bombs at that time, so I was, I was just, to me, I was like, that's a little ridiculous when you're in a combat-based game, and you got no weapon to do combat with, and he doesn't have, it's not like he's a Tai Chi master or something, whatever, what have you, Muay Thai master or something that he can just go out there and kick the crap out of these guys. He's, he's, he's done. Without a weapon in his hands, Link doesn't have anything, so that was, to me, that's that's a little bit frustrating. But yeah. I just, I, I play, for, the, for me, a game, games are becoming more work. I feel like, unless, uh, rewarding of an experience to become more of a, a work thing and that's not why i play the game i want i want a reward to me like at the end of the day it's been a hard day i want a rewarding experience not one that feels like uh oh, damn this is frustrating you know i feel like that's enough of that in life and that's a video game is a break from that but again i feel like if i just keep going i'm just gonna i'm just gonna repeat myself so yeah um well and the thing with the master sword is you can go get it at any point as long as you have 13 hearts you can go get it at any point you don't have any requirement of a certain amount of dungeons a certain amount of pendants or anything so that's why it has its own durability but it's also the master sword so it recharges mm. so that's you can go yeah you can go to um what what's 13 times four uh, let me, I don't know. I'm not that. Uh, 40, 52. Uh, you, you can go do 52 shrines. Go get 13 or, or 40 shrines because you only need 
10 extra hearts and go get it before you can go fight any dungeons. That's and that's crazy. why they have the recharge actually, on there because it's an open world game and you can go tackle anything at any point. You I can go tackle like any that. of the dungeons. I don't think that's right. I think the fact, I think there, I think as a game designer, you've got to control the pace at some point. I think the Master Sword should be the, the if anything is going to have a, a, a restriction on it, the Master Sword should be the one thing in the game that you can't get to a certain point because to me that's controlling the pace and, and then you don't have to put these weird restrictions like it has the durability See, issue. The thing that's thing you have to give, give me a reason to go get that sword. Yeah, Why is it just every other it sword? Should a, it shouldn't be like every other sword. It's the Master Sword. Go give me a reason to go grab that sword like it's a... Uh, a secret weapon that's all, like the big long sword in Ocarina of Time. That's the first thing to go get because even though I, I lose my shield, I gain a considerably amount of power to fight. And that's what the, the Master Sword should be. Is the it should be an optional sword that's like a secret sword that should go out and be the most powerful sword that's different from every other one. It is though. It's just but handled yeah. differently in, in in Breath of the Wild because there's no in-game story requirement there's no hand holding to go get it unless you know about the master sword and the requirements for it you can't go get it i gotta i gotta put on that see my my thing is there's no without the master sword there's no legend of zelda that's so i don't i disagree cuddleson that should be optional i think this absolutely should not be optional i think the storyline cannot progress without you getting see. the the sword i mean that's the way it's always been that's the formula for zelda you it, it's about the sword dude it's just, it's evil's bane so to me it should be a storyline related event that you have to do but i also think that it should be restricted until you reach a certain progression in the game because to me that's controlling wisely controlling the game's pace and that's doing something that you're sticking to the zelda formula in that degree uh, to me you might as well make saving zelda optional if you're going to make getting the master sword optional or make it uh make it Oh, I can get it whenever I want, or I'll save Zelda or kill Ganon whenever I want. See, I, I think you, at some point you have to control the pace of the game, and it's not something that you just, oh, you know what, I'm just going to skip ahead, get the best weapon in the game, but it's got restrictions because I can get it anytime. See, I think I think that's flawed in just about every lo logical way, and that's that's my opinion. I'm, anyway. Breath of the Wild doesn't handhold you, though. That's re restricting you, and the with Breath of the Wild, it's about the freedom that the player can choose what to do in what order they want. That's why you can just go fight Ganon 15 minutes into the game. Because it's not about this certain pace story, it's about the freedom of expression. That's why the game's called Breath of the Wild, because you're feeling everything in the game. You're not there for a certain item or a certain thing you can go do whatever and choose how much of the story you you learn or you don't and that's why it's that's why it's criticized by a lot of people who like the zelda formula but the first legend of zelda was like that there wasn't much story you could go do into the dungeons in any order and you could go find any you could go find the magic sword which was the master sword at the time at any point in the game you just had to be able to go f kill a freaking lionel yeah i don't know i i could see why some people would like that but i personally like the i like the formula i think i think i'm sure the game is well made if i gave it more of a chance but i personally would rather have a little direction i like the, i like the fact that yeah you can free roam the environment 
but I don't like the fact that you can free roam the storyline or free roam the progression. I don't think that's I don't think that's a good thing. I think if you want if, if you make a product like that that you want somebody to experience the storyline in a specific way so that you you present what you created to them in the way that you wanted them to experience it i think that because i feel like you could really mess up your experience of the game if you're like you know what f it i don't know how many movies and cutscenes i missed and i'm just gonna go fight ganon yeah, i feel like you're you're cheating yourself and you don't even know what you're cheating yourself out of because you're gonna miss out on so much of the experience i'm not saying that i want something to hold my hand because i don't but uh I do. I I think there's certain things that you should let free roam, and other things like the like the the storyline and the presentation of it, and it, it not it should be more of a guided thing because you want the experience, the whole experience. You don't want a partial experience. You don't want to cheat yourself out of that. I think I think it's kind of like an instant gratification thing. I'll just do whatever I want, and but what what you really are doing is you're cheating yourself out of enjoying the, the experience the way it was meant to. And that's I don't know. That's the way I see it. But that's why story took a back seat in this game was so you could have the experience that you chose to you can go get all the memories in the game or you don't have to you can go fight three of the divine be go into three of the divine beasts or all four the game that's has not, that's, there. that's not zelda though that's if you're gonna go to me if you're gonna experiment that much with a game and then make it a different game but don't call to me that's that it's it's like saying having your cake and eat it too uh is it zelda or is it not you know it is zelda though to me it's... to me it's not if you change if you've changed that much to it and or you're thinking about changing that much or whatever uh why do that with your 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 number one like your it's your bread and butter it's the best game it's to me, it's their. I don't care. You, they can say Mario, whatever. Zelda is the Nintendo's best game. It's their baby. And if you have a, if you have a formula that works, it's been working for you for years. People are not complaining. They're eagerly awaiting the next one. That means they're expecting a certain formula. And then you break away with it. Like, why not just create? If they wanted it so bad to create an open world like that, why not just create an open world game? The same thing. Slap a different title on it. Slap, change the characters, and then make it the same experience. But when to me, that's going a little too that's far. What they did the Pokemon game that just came out. They, they made one they, world and one they kept the same as usual. But and that's, that's... Like, with Final Fantasy VII. They did the same thing with the mobile version and the new one. They, I don't know why Nintendo didn't do the same thing with Legend of Zelda. It just doesn't sound like Zelda because that the formula is what makes Zelda. It's a classic. They did that with Zelda as well. They redid Link's Awakening. Sure, it was a couple years after, but they had Breath of the Wild. And they wanted people... People were tired of the Zelda formula. People... Skyward Sword was very poorly received because it kept following the the Zelda formula. Hold on, that's a big... Skyward Sword... That says we're tired of the Zelda formula. I would love to see. There were so many things online. If you actually looked at it, people were tired of it. Thousands of people did. No, if people are not real Zelda fans, that's not real Zelda fans. If how can you say I'm tired of that when I love? I love it, but I'm tired of it. No, hell no, you wouldn't. I love it. It's I'm Skyward, like the Skyward Sword. That's one of my favorite Zelda games. The reason why they said that about Skyward Sword is because I agree with one thing: the the 
dungeons were tedious because of the same three things like six to nine times, which is understandable because I want a variety like Ocarina of Time, where we have seven different dungeons. But you can't you can't base that that opinion of everybody's sick of the formula off of Skyward Sword because that's a bad example. Um, but no, it, people who say that they're sick of the Zelda formula are saying like I'm saying like I'm sick of the Pokemon formula. We need a different one, and that's stupid because it's it's. It's what makes Zelda. You can't take a game and go, I'm done with the formula. That's a whole different game. Yeah, make a, exactly. That's my point. If you think that it's not working, uh, you know what? Make a decision. Is is this a game you want to continue then? If 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 so, uh, I mean, it just, it just blows my mind to say that you're sick of the formula. It, it is the game. Basically, what you're saying is you're sick of the game, but you want them to make another one, but it wanted to be different. So what, what's like, at some point... What are you even asking for? You know, I'm not. I love Zelda. I I think if they kept the formula from freaking a Link to the Past like the, all the way up to the way they have it, kept going forever, that'd be the greatest thing in the world. I'd have all these different Zeldas experiences with a similar formula. Of course, there's gonna be advancements. Of course, they're gonna make changes. Look at Twilight Princess compared to Ocarina of Time. Uh, to me, it's the same game when you look at the frame, but there are advancements. There are improvements. I don't think. Oh damn, this game's so boring and unbearable because I played this already because I played Ocarina of Time. So I don't feel that way. I, I they could make a hundred more Zeldas and I wouldn't be tired of that formula. If I if I was, I wouldn't be playing it. So I yeah, wouldn't, I wouldn't have, be getting I wouldn't ask them the to change the Zelda and say, you know what? I think you should change the game because I'm tired of the, the formula. No, I wouldn't ask them. I would just let let them make a new game or I try a different genre or something. But I wouldn't. That's where I, that's what I don't quite understand is why you would change something that is so successful i don't i don't see see i don't i don't see that i don't see that people are dissatisfied there might be a portion but if you're gonna if they're gonna say if they're gonna make that big a change why not have a poll online say we're we're making a new zelda we're con seriously contemplating changing the format and blah 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 here's a poll submit your submit your feedback do you want us to do you would you like to see these changes would you like us to keep the same format that would be an honest way of looking at your fans opinions rather than just looking on a forum and saying everybody on this forum agrees because that hardly expresses the view of the whole the majority in my opinion okay can i say something real quick yeah, Kettleson, yeah, I, I hate that you said that's not tr those aren't true Zelda fans because they criticize what they love and they want to change. I think you two are scared of that change of Zelda going back to the very, very beginning roots of what the series was because they tried something different with Zelda 2. People hated it. They tried something with Link to the Past and it worked well and they kept doing it, but people got tired of that same repetitive formula over and over and over. But they also did spinoffs like Hyrule Warriors, like Four Swords that do well but they don't really do as well as the main games and that's why Breath of Wild Breath of Wild is loved by everybody other than a small minority of the Zelda fandom most people love the game and love it for what it is I would say I would seriously doubt that uh, saying that would be an accurate statement either. Uh, I say I would say it's probably accurate if you say of the people who played Breath of the Wild, the majority liked it. But I would say I would find that hard to believe that uh, fans my age who grew up with Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time would enjoy it as much as as new fans of the series. I think people I, I got a few people at work say the same thing. They 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 had the people who loved Ocar Ocarina of Time. Never enjoyed uh, 
uh, Breath of the Wild because of the same kind of statements that we made earlier, though. See, I wouldn't say, but I mean, I'm on a fan of finish. I just want to say that real quick. Okay, yeah, I, got, I mean, I have, I mean, I could use it. I'm going to stray off the, the topic and, and like you were talking about Dark Souls, I could say the same thing about the new Star Wars series. Overwhelmingly positive that people absolutely love it, but if you if you talk to people who grew up with the original, they hate it. It's the it's the new fans of the series, the people who who are young today that are they're just experiencing Star Wars for the first time, and oh, these new Star Wars are great. Me no, personally, no, I, I I cannot stand the next the, the last three trilogy. I'll never watch them. I won't even consider them part of the canon. I just say they're garbage. But there's millions of people who loved them, and they did really well on debut. And I think it's the same case with Breath of the Wild. The new fans. Who, who first this is the first time they experience Zelda this is a great game it's amazing but I think the people who are more like me who are about my age and they experience Ocarina of Time to them that's the epitome of nostalgia I, I seriously doubt that they look at Breath of the Wild and think that this is like a huge improvement because and I, and I, you, were, you even made the comment that uh, Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time and Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess like those games kept the same format I think if you look at the absolute bare bones yeah but if you look at the games absolutely not Link to the Past you can't compare to Ocarina of Time because it's a 2D platformer versus a 3D a 3D it's not game a platformer black broke ground well you know what I mean 2D adventure or whatever you want to call it hack and slash dungeon crawler or whatever uh, but Ocarina of Time, it, the experience between Ocarina of Time and Link of the Past, even though they have the same format, you, you can't say that I was bored of Link to the Past, so therefore I don't like Ocarina of Time because it's such a different experience. And it's the same thing with uh, the innovations in Twilight Princess. And so I feel like, yeah, as they keep going on in the future, they're going to make improvements to the game, but I don't think keeping the same format with new improvements, with new enhancements, with new... Uh, uh, new experiences with new storylines. I don't. I don't think you can get bored of that. I think if you what you do is you make the same game over and over, legitimately the same game, then people are gonna get bored. Yeah, but I. I wasn't bored with any of the Zeldas that I played up, uh, up, up to prior to Breath of the Wild. I didn't think because they had the same format that they were boring. I mean, that's the that is. I mean, that's the whole storyline of Zelda too. If you allow me just another minute to go on. Uh, that's the whole story because it's literally the same story over and over link is reincarnated uh zelda is a name that's in i don't know if it's just passed down to every single daughter forgive me if i'm not a real zelda fan for knowing that or if they name specific <laughs> Zeldas. every daughter it's even stated in one of the original zelda games so, so what i'm saying it's it, it's literally the same story uh, it's like it's like how many times can you rehash romeo and juliet and still enjoy it if you give it new characters and you give it a new fresh face, people are still going to love it. It's the same thing with Hollywood movies. Sometimes every romance movie is the same, but people enjoy it. They don't get bored of it necessarily because it's got a fresh take to it. It's got a new story. So it's the same thing with Zelda, and that's my opinion. I, I'll, I'll stop there. I'm going to add on real quick to that. With the Star Wars thing, I think a better example is the new Final Fantasy VII remake. Think about it. They made they okay. We're not talking about Final Fantasy here. <laughs> That's completely different genre here. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. You can't do that. I'm gonna do it. Uh, we're not talking about Final Fantasy here. That can be another rant. I've got something to say on Johnny's point. All right, I'm to the point. Give him two minutes. Give him two minutes. Yeah, I'm to the point. You can't tell me I can't. Give him a two minute timer. I haven't played through either Final Fan, either version of Final Fantasy VII, so I don't have anything to go off of here. 
Okay, well, that's not the that's point. Y'all listen to me. Yeah, y'all listen to what I'm saying. Um, y'all, it's the same way with Star Wars. It's Final Fantasy VII remade their game, but they changed it a little bit. And a lot of it. For the ending of it and the changes they made with it, um, you can look at it. It's everything that everybody's hoping that for the remake, but it wasn't. And so you got down to the bottom of it is uh, a lot of the real, like it says that they made uh, like the music made like game of the year soundtrack and the game was overwhelming positive. But if you go come right down to it, like people who played the very first version, you can look at the comments, you look at the, the comments on social media and their YouTube thing. Um, everyone makes the same comments as it's not the original. They they ruined it, they changed it, they didn't like it. That's all the original people, but all the new people, the people who voted for it to be great because it's the first time coming into Final Fantasy VII thinking this is a great game, the graphics are awesome, the story is awesome. But those are the same people like you, you you proved my point by saying, I've never played the original. So if you went in and played the remake, you're going to tell me it's probably a great, I'm not saying you are, but I'm saying just as an example, that you're going to tell me that's going to be a great game and but you've never played the original so you could have nothing really to base it off of compared to that's the same thing with breath of the wild and ocarina of time a lot of these new people and kids who are getting like or uh, breath of the wild and the switch uh, for christmas and they're thinking this is the greatest zelda game ever made but they've never grew up in the era of ocarina of time and link to the past so like even even I, i'm not comparing gameplay with link to the past and ocarina of time but i've been around fans who say ocarina of time is my favorite or link to the past is my favorite and those are two different games they're, they're literally like those people it depends on also where you grew up at and that's why there's a lot of people who like Wind Waker over Ocarina of Time or they like Legend of Zelda uh, Link to the Past over, over uh, like you Majora's Mask <laughs> yeah and that's because I like I like the dark theme of Zelda because Zelda's dark it shouldn't be cartoony like it is because it's about a princess getting uh, kidnapped an evil taking over the kingdom and you're the hero the light of the world to face the darkness why that's why i like twilight princess and majora's mask and and stuff like that and i, I think majora's that. mask could be twilight princess but the fact that they only had six months to make majora's mask right after ocarina of time and i think that's why they had more time to make twilight princess because they all everybody wanted the same dark theme and the same kind of game like ocarina of time and majora's mask and i think it's why it was a better version of those two games because it's a well-rounded version of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask because they had more time to improve upon a lot of things like the horseback combat and the Hyrule Fields and Castle Town. You look at it, it's all this. All and all the cinematics, stuff. if I may interject. Yeah, exactly. were phenomenal. Yeah. And so one, it, it depends. And like, you got to think, there's a lot of new people playing it and they're saying it's awesome. And there's a lot of people in the originals who think this is, I don't know why they think. It's just like the Star Wars thing that uh, Flambeau was saying. That I I never considered uh, Breath of the Wild to be better than Ocarina of Time because it's I just didn't enjoy it as much. But I mean that's my opinion though. So okay, so you you keep saying all these new people. Well, I grew up with Link to the Past was my first ever Zelda game. Ocarina of Time was my first 3D Zelda game, and I played that at like six. Okay. I'm one of the, my favorite Zelda game is Wind Waker. But that doesn't dismiss the fact that I love Ocarina of Time. I mean, hell, I did a randomizer on my channel of Ocarina of Time that shows you how much I like the game. But I love Breath of the Wild. It's a phenomenal game, and it does well. It does what it does really, really good. It doesn't dismiss the fact that Ocarina of Time has is one of the greatest games ever. 
but it should be open to criticism. It's not a perfect game. There are a lot of issues with it because it's from 1998 and it's the first 3D Zelda. Here, here's my thing though. What issues were you talking about? Because if we're talking about things that are, uh, it's pretty, to me, it's pretty difficult to retrospectively judge something because you've got stuff today that's completely more modern. Like we didn't even have an HDMI back then. So, I mean, if we're looking at that, controllers were not wireless. I don't know. I mean, or are we talking about specifically just game mechanics? Like, I, cause I, I didn't see like a lot of bugs in that game or anything like that. I thought it was a solid made game, a solid, a solid build. I, I mean, I've explored everything in that game a hundred times over. I've probably beaten the game seven or eight times, and uh, I've played it more than that. I've, no, I've played it, not finished it, and played it and started over and not finished it. But I've beaten it at least seven or eight times, and. Uh, I've explored, I've 100% of that game like three or four times, and I didn't, I never got to a point where like, damn, this game's glitching or it's buggy or, or whatever, so I've, I'm kind of curious as what you think the problems are in that game. Well, I was talking about with the combat, I didn't say it was buggy or glitchy, because okay. there's not really that many bugs with it, but people, the reason why the original isn't as good because of things like the 3ds remake of it that make game game mechanics improved it's the same game but they improve things that are issue no i'm talking about ocarina of time because the iron boots are now an item that you can just put in one of your buttons that made it better same with the water temple you can understand how the floors work better because they highlighted the floors and what what um Triforces are. No, they really, improved the game. It's the, the same water. game, but they made like it nerf, better. That, that sounds like nerfing the water temple to me. Yeah, I was about to say they actually like, took a lot out of the water temple along with adding stuff like that's that not to making it. it, it better. Better. That's, that's not the same game. That's making it a lot easier because a lot of people complained about it. I see. I disagree. I, you're I, talking about challenge, right? Everybody knows the water temple is a challenge. So why would you? People complain about the water temple because of having to go hit start. 500 times and they made it better in the remake of it okay i guess i would i would admit that that makes it more convenient i don't think that makes it better uh, yeah it's nice that you can put your your boots on really quick i agree that's a that's a nice convenience but i don't think that makes the game better i think that's a i feel like it does if you actually play the 3ds remake you'll understand how it makes it so much more convenient to be able to equip the iron boots I, and hover boots i agree it sounds convenient it sounds good but i think that's kind of trivial to judge to make to say that it actually improves the game it does I though think i think the fundamental things are what make a game better uh being storyline uh is the storyline compelling or do you do you uh do you relate or you actually care for the characters? Do you start to develop feelings for the characters? Do you feel what they feel? Do you, do, are you sad whenever you see them hurt, you know? Or like, are you excited whenever things go good for them? And how is the, how is the gameplay mechanics work? Does it feel smooth? Do you have, feel like you have good control over it? Does, uh, does the, the controls tight, you know? Or is the combat fun? Is, is exploring fun and, and, and going, you know, side tracking, side questing, or is the actual, that's to me, that's, that's the fundamental, that's the stuff that makes a game good or bad. Uh, I think it's kind of like, cause I've played some games that, especially you want to go back to retro. If you look at retro games, you're going to have a lot of what we could talk, consider inconveniences on new, on games that have been improved, but I've never 
I've never once said that a new game was better than an old because it's more convenient. I have a point. I can give you an example now. I'm going to jump on. Let's talk about Dynasty. Cuddles is talking about Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors 3 is 100% my, my favorite game. Uh, are there Dynasty Warriors with better graphics? Hell yeah, there's way better graphics than Dynasty Warriors 3. Is there, are there Dynasty Warriors that are more convenient? Hell yeah, Dynasty Warriors 3, when somebody drops a health, if you're on horseback, you can't pick the health up unless you get off the horse. New games, you can ride right over that health on the horse and keep flying and you get that and you pick the health up. But you know what? When it comes down to it, uh, there's no better gameplay than Dynasty Warriors 3. I've played all of them. That they, the only that has the best gameplay. Uh, it has the funniest cutscenes. Actually, even the cutscenes, even when they're even when they are funny and kind of ridiculous, I still think they're better than the new ones that are trying to be serious. So my whole point. Definitely agree. Yes, yeah, so my point to that is the convenience in my opinion has never uh made a game better and like if you want to talk about that final fantasy 7 uh it's beloved for a reason i love that game there are a lot of things in that game that could be improved as far as uh, uh things like that to make things more convenient uh it would be nice if i didn't have to freaking come to a safe uh find a safe point to save it it'd be nice if i could save it anywhere they do that in the new game but they never once that i feel like uh the new game was better i never felt like and plus i think that that adds a challenging factor to it if you have to wait if you have to fight your way 30 minutes an hour past the boss to get to the next save point and if you die you lose that hour yeah that can be frustrating and very inconvenient but it also adds a challenge to it in the new game i felt like oh god there's like 50 million auto saves if i die i can die 100 times here and it doesn't matter i can just keep retrying two seconds ago and that actually took the fun out of it even though it made it more convenient to me it took the fun out of it because it, it was like well what's the challenge here i'll just keep retrying i can half-ass my way through this so my point i'm saying all this crap and i know i feel like i'm ranting you can stop me anytime you can say all right i get it uh i'm gonna stop i'm just gonna say that in my opinion, convenience has never made a game better. That's those are my examples. So I'll leave it at that. I mean, I feel like the, the modern saving. I feel like that shows an issue with old RPGs where you you just yeah, kill the I boss see. and your party's weak and you don't have any healing items and you yeah. get into a random encounter right before the save point. You have to go fight that boss again. That shows a problem with older RPGs, but see, I that's. That's a that's difference of it. I love those RPGs better. Like if you if you ask people like me, my favorite games are RPGs, and I I've never played an RPG, a new uh, a new age modern RPG that I thought was better than the ones on PlayStation One. Have you played I, Persona I, Five? I have not. I played. Give it I a try. Recently, I beat Chrono Trigger. There's a lot of crap on that that could be improved as far as modern uh, modern practices. I still, I highly doubt you can find an RPG that's better than our uh, Chrono Trigger today, today, made today. Persona 5 is pretty high up there. It's sometimes rated over Chrono Trigger. There are things, mechanics in the game like interrupting your enemies because it's a standard RPG, but you can interrupt an enemy's combat and take them out easier. Things that make it more uh, fun and make it more challenging sometimes because if you don't get that interrupt, it can screw you sometimes in the game. But, I've heard a lot of really good things about Persona, so that's one I, I'm, I, I can't argue because I've not played it, but I look forward to that. I've heard nothing but good things about Persona. But let's get back on the topic of Zelda. Thing, things like inconveniences in the game, like hitting start 500 times, do make it slower. And games that where you don't have to hit 
remakes of it that you don't have to hit start 500 times make it a bit more the flow of the game better overall okay i can see that that those those conveniences make flow of gameplay more solid over what they were before no i mean i can see i can see that to a degree but i'm still not going to relent in saying that that means that it's a better game than ocarina of time it's the same it's the same game i don't think ocarina of time is i wouldn't say it's flawed i think that uh whereas it lacks modern intuition intuitive uh things they've added to games modern practices of game making uh i don't think that I don't think that it means it's a flawed game because it lacks the modern things that games have now. I, and I think the fact that it's so beloved shows that it doesn't matter if it has flaws or not. It's still a great game. Because that's the same thing, like, I don't know. It's Take the game. I am taking... All right, here we go. I'm stepping this up, Cuddleston. This one's for you, guy. I'm taking this to the next level. I'm taking, I'm taking this to the next level, guy. A modern game is like a relationship. That person's flawed. But you, you love that person, and you love the memories you had with that person 10 years ago. And in 20 years, even when, if, let's say, your relationship is getting better and better, you're not going to look back 20, at the 20 years prior and be like, she was flawed or he was flawed. He's going to be like, I love that person. Same thing with freaking Ocarina of Time. It doesn't matter how much stuff games improve. I'm going to look back at Ocarina of Time and be like, I love that game. That There's a reason why it's nostalgic to me and beloved and it's a game that i'm always gonna love i'm never gonna look back and just be like look at these flaws new games have so many new improvements that this game is so flawed so i i have a hard time agreeing with you on that matter i understand the improvements but i just can't i'm not gonna look at the game and see it as a flawed game oh drop the mic on that one that was actually a pretty good example But you got to think too, though, if you, it's hard to compare uh, Ocarina of Time to the newer 3D games because it's like you're comparing the first ever, like, you're comparing your first try to your uh, final completion. It's like, God, that that's nowhere near what I just did a while ago. And it's like, well, it's because it was your first go about, you know? And the, game, the games they make now are not going to progressively get worse. Um, they might try different stuff, but I think. What they could have done with Breath of the Wild is like they what they did with the new uh, Pokemon they just announced the uh, Gen 4 remakes. They could have made. I'm excited for a, those. Right, a side story. They could have made a side story like they did. They did. Wild, and then go back to the same formula like they did with the other one, with another Zelda game. And they could have even like interacted with the uh, story a bit like they did with uh, Age of Calamity. But instead of making a, a Dynasty Warriors game, you could have kept it the same original Zelda formula, and then the uh, the the sequel or whatever you want to put in the trilogy of this game coming out, um, they could have made it uh, an open world on one part. You know, they they make a lot of spin-offs of Zelda, but the main game should probably stick to the form. I think should stick to the formula to keep it as Zelda game. And if you want to play an open world version of it, and then should have another like. Not a side story or a spin-off, but kind of like I, I don't know. I can't say open world because all of them are open world. It's just one's bigger than the other and a little more freedom. Ocarina of Time is an open world. It's semi-open world. Well, it's open world. You get to choose where you go. You don't have. There's no order in what you do. Yeah, there is. You have to go Forest Temple, Fire, 
forest, fire, water, on and on and on. You have there's exactly. a specific order. Not exactly. I mean, you could start with uh, the fire temple and go into the forest temple. And you have to have the bow yeah. from the forest temple to even beat the fire temple. Uh, good point. <laughs> so there's this required order in that game. You can do a couple of them out yeah. of order, like the shadow temple and the spirit temple, but Let you can't. Quick, quick plug, quick plug. If you're if you're saying that there's a certain order of a game makes it is a problem, then I'd have to say. I'm not saying uh, that. You haven't played games because there's a certain order to the majority of every game ever made. I don't think that's an issue to say that you have to follow a certain order. No, I'm not saying that's an issue. I'm, no, yeah, we're just talking all. about how, like, one's open world and what's not. That, that, yeah, that's a good point. But, I mean, what I'm trying to say is, like, every Zelda has someone of an open world. Ones might be bigger than the other. If that, like, definitely uh, Breath of the Wild is huge. And it just depends on like what they added, but I think every one of them is for, like a free roam game. I should I should probably say free roam, in a linear path, because there's a lot of like side quests you can do, even in all the most of the Zeldas. Um, Ocarina of Time has a side quest. Majora's Mask has a side quest. Um, I I don't I don't know if uh, um, Majora's Mask is linear. If like you had to follow an order in the dungeons. Um, I, I, I don't know. I've never played Majora's Mask, so... Oh, I played the very beginning of it, but I haven't played very much of it, so I can't really say anything on that one. That's a shame, guy. You need to do it. Uh, well, the, la the last time I played it, I was like 10, and I didn't... I couldn't get down the time mechanic, so I was like, oh, this is dumb. I'm not gonna play this. I, I just recently beat it, like, a few years... A couple years ago, because I finally moldered to understand the time mechanics, and... How to slow it down and manipulate it. No, I mean, I picked it up on 3DS, so... I just need to actually sit down and play it. I don't have 30 hours to, though, at the moment. Now, if you want difficulty, play it on the 64. It's a lot better uh, mechanics on the 3DS. Because me and Flambeau played it at the exact same time. He played it on the 64 and I played it on the 3DS. And he had a lot of struggles when it comes to, like, certain, like, movements and attacks and stuff because the... Our joysticks kind of wear down on our 64, and then you got the 3DS oh, yeah. where you can just move the Game Boy around. And well, I turn I turn off gyro on both Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I don't like the gyro controls. Yeah, I got a question though, because you can move the bow around and have to use a Z lock. Yeah, I I don't like the gyro because it makes me disoriented and nauseous. So uh, that's fair. That's fair. Got a question for you guys, both either, yeah, either one, it. either one, and both. Um. Tell me, are there any Zelda games that you that are direct sequels or that you would consider direct sequel even though they may not be? Right, so, uh, Wind Waker to Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess to Majora's Mask. No, Majora's Mask. I was. They say okay, so they say that um, uh, Breath of the Wild Two is the first direct sequel. Okay, but, but if you really think about it, um, Majora's Mask was the first one because it's the same character on the same journey as basically a sequel. You're just he's walking into like he's literally like picking up where he left off, and it's going straight into a oh. different alternate reality. They just didn't name it the same name like okay. they did with Breath of the Wild Two. Okay, that answers my question. So you're saying yes and no. There's no direct sequels 
as far as marketing goes, but uh, if you want to go there, Majora's Mask can consider a direct sequel. Yes, it can, yeah. It's the first in the franchise to basically say, number two. Well, it's not the first direct sequel because of also, like, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, but also Wind Waker to Phantom Hourglass as well, because that takes place, like, right after the end of Wind Waker. Okay. Well, no, that, no, no, no that, that's like a hundred years after. Uh, no, that's right, Spirit that's Tracks. That's Spirit Tracks. That takes place a hundred years after Phantom Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass takes place after Wind Waker. Because it's uh, still uh, yeah. on the boat. That, interesting. Yeah, no, okay, so then, yeah, there you go right there, too. All right, I'm, mo- I'm moderating here. I'm moderating. Now I got a follow-up question. No, you're wrong. How do you guys feel about direct sequels? And how do you feel, how do you feel about the ones you proposed and about future direct sequels? I mean, I I'm fine with it. it. I loved uh, it because the Majora's Mask was like, um, you, it, it was, it was give it grace because it was rushed. It was a, it was literally made six months after. If you rush a game for six months compared, like you do that nowadays, the game would be trashed. Yeah. The game was literally rushed and a lot of same characters and stuff, but it was like an alternate reality. And I think, I think Nintendo went a very good way with it because of the fact that, um, how do I explain this? They have a timeline in all of Zelda. So, oh god, the timeline. Link, Link going, for King of Adventure looking for Navi, and stumbling, stumbling into an alternate reality. That kind of makes it look confusing, but if you throw a timeline in there, then it kind of helps a lot with it. Then it's kind of like, oh, it makes sense. There's an alternate reality. Like, uh, if you really think about it, there, you, the um, link between. Oh, there's no, here's another direct sequel. Sorry, I should remember. Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds. It's not a direct sequel, but it is a sequel. It, it takes place a certain like, amount of time after. Yeah, it's literally a sequel to Link to the Past. But and it's not direct. It doesn't take place right after the end credits of the game. That's yeah, why... Years. Yeah, but they still like mention the hero and stuff like, like the other ones. And yeah. um, they... It, if you really, because really think about it, it's actually Lobel is uh, Majora's Mask of Termina. It's um, I think after the timeline where the hero died and the moon crashed on the on the planet and they kind of took over. And, I, I don't know. I'm not getting into that because it's really complicated. But um, I, it's crap. Uh, I was going with that. Uh, it's a, it's a different timeline. It's the same hero, different timeline, becoming like his kid version and. Uh, you're meeting all the same characters, but in a uh, in a different alternate reality. Right. If you ever think about it, the the Skull Kid kills your horse. They don't say it because it's a kid game, but if you he steals your horse to get in the game, then he turns around and says, "Oh, your horse, I got rid of it." And then if you really stumble upon this new world and have like, all these like alternate reality versions of the people over in time, and you find your horse, you just assume, "Oh, someone found my horse and found the ranch." But you're in an alternate reality lot on ranch with another opponent. I so see. you really gotta think that horse is dead. You're not Kelsen. eating. What? Kelsen, I'm jumping in here. I'm jumping in no. short. Oh, no, no, it's wrong. All right, I'm gonna give Jones some time to respond to that. I'd like to hear his response, but real quick before we do, I want, I want one quick follow-up question with you, and hear your short response, and then we'll move on to Jones. So, Cuddleston, you said a lot about. I have a question for you. How the fuck do you get the moderator? All right, I think somebody's got. Aren't you on my team here? All right, so, uh, so. No one's on your team. Clearly, you, you liked Majora's Mask. I got it. So, how do you feel about direct future direct sequels? Do you want to see any? 
Uh, well, that's what, I was, that's what I was trying to get at, though. Was um, it depends on the story. It depends on how they go about it. Um, I I haven't. I want to play. I love. You guys know I love like prequels. Sequel. Like, I watched Star Wars one through six, so I love prequels into the main game and the sequels. And so, like, I want to play uh, Age of Calamity because I thought, oh, this could be cool. Now like, know the backstory, the main story, and then the sequel. It depends on the storyline. Like, I also love Zelda games because, like, they're not direct sequels. Like, Wind Waker was cool because you get references from the hero and what happened afterwards. But ages and upon ages later. Um, but also, I like the fact that you can go to a prequel to a main game to a sequel. So, it just depends on how Nintendo handles it. Is my, I, I think it doesn't matter to me because in the long run, there's a timeline that connects every Zelda game. Okay. That's, that, and that's what makes it. So regardless if it's a direct sequel or not, it's gonna be good because it is gonna be part of the timeline. Okay, then Jones, I'm gonna follow, let you uh, let you answer that in full. Uh, how, I guess the question again was, uh, how did you feel about the direct sequels that are out there now? Do you want to see any, and uh, how would you feel about that? So I guess just express your feelings. So. I mean, I think it's cool that there's direct sequels, but the whole timeline thing, I do not want to mess with that. That is complicated mess, and they keep changing things around, and it's really frustrating with that. It's fluid, that's for sure. <laughs> it's not, it is not a fluid timeline at all, oh my god. <laughs> no, that's what I mean, it's fluid because it's changing. It's yeah. Like, it, it's flexible, like, it's, it's, uh, they leave it that way, I feel like, so they can kind of work whatever storyline they want in but uh so is there anything in specific any of the older zelda games that you will that you would like to see a, uh, a new direct sequel to or or are you just excited about the next one coming up or what um i don't really like if they do a direct a direct sequel to an old zelda game i'd be fine with it but i'm excited for breath of the wild 2 more than anything <laughs> is it just because of the the overall game itself or is it the storyline itself that you want to see more of both i want to see the re like and it's kind of spoiler territory of dustin if you want to like mute your headphones uh but like the re what what did you say i, oh I said if you want to mute your headphones because i'm getting the spoiler territory with breath of the wild Okay, hold on. First of all, I just want to throw this out there. My headphones are dead, and it's going through my monitor. That's why I keep muting my mic when y'all talking. So, okay. Uh, okay. Do I need to, like, do I need, to, need to leave my studio or, like... <laughs> it's up to you. Oh, uh, gosh. Um, how about um, you send Flambeau after me, and I'll walk away. Oh, how about, how about this? I'm going to mute my monitor, and you guys type type to me in Discord. There you go. Okay. Like hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and now... Uh, Okay, um, well, the re regrowth of Hyrule after uh, beating Calamity Ganon, because there was the E3 trailer of Ganon, like, coming back, pretty much, and I'm excited like, to see what they're going to do with that. Like Ganondorf Ganon? But yes, Ganondorf Ganon, like, coming back from being world. dead for a good couple hundred years now. Okay, into that Breath of, into that breath of the Wild? World. Yes. Okay, see, uh... I do hope that they do have the, the, well, tell Dustin that something. he can un unmute himself. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, I wanna say something right now, but I don't, uh, I, before I get into it, I'd like him to hear it, so give me one moment. Yeah, I, I wanna say something as well, here. I think we're good. Okay. Respond. Alright, so, 
Okay. Well, I was trying to find some Gong Gong Rampa memes and you guys dealt that. <laughs> okay, well, I, I was going to say, like, I want to see what they're going to do with Breath of the Wild 2. I don't know if you watched the E3 trailer, Dustin, at all. Which one? For Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, just the, um, the very first one they had a long time ago. Yeah, where Ganon came back. I uh, wasn't, that definitely wasn't Ganon. That was, uh... No, where it was his shadow, like, it showed his shadow rising up. I know, but I think it's, uh... One of the wizards, I can't think of his name. I'm not about to go into it now. Um, well, I gotta, I would like to just say real quick, if I can, express an opinion, let you guys keep carrying on before I, I've lost it in the ether. Okay. Uh, I was, to be honest, um, like I said, this was this was years ago. I uh, I played Breath of the Wild. I wasn't super impressed, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not buying a Switch for it. Um, whatever. I'm not. I'm probably never gonna beat it. So I watched all the cutscenes. Uh, I'm, I know you can't get a full feel for the game with the cutscene, so I'm not trying to pretend that I'm like I know it all. It's it's horrible. I didn't I particularly find the cutscene super engaging, and I felt like uh, I hope to hopefully the storyline is maybe you can tell me that the storyline is told more in full throughout the game other than just the cutscenes. I'm sure about uh, lore and stuff. It it's more through mostly the cutscenes, but okay. you kind of get a little bit of lore here and there through okay. like um. What's her name? Uh, through Sheikah and everything. Okay. See, basically through why Sheik, I ask, so. Why I ask is, uh, I was afraid that they were making a direct sequel to this game because they didn't quite give you the like the full game. No, like, they're, uh, they're making they a direct spent, sequel they spent, to just I like, expand. I was worried. I was just worried that they uh, spent so much time on open world that they didn't develop the game, the storyline, and they're like, well, let's complete it in this one. So, like, you basically have to play two games. Well, that's why Age of Calamity exists, so you can learn more about the bit of story that you get from what happened before, because the game's more about what happened after with Link waking up and everything. It's more about that. But I'm hoping with Breath of the Wild 2 that we get another open world one, but it's more like the original Legend of Zelda where you have eight dungeons to go to. You have traditional style dungeons with it instead of what we had with Breath of the Wild. Even though I love that game, I'd like to have traditional dungeons and dungeon items that you get and that you can explore more with. And it's like, oh, I found this thing on this side of Hyrule, but I need I need the grappling hook that I get from like Dungeon 4. I kind of hope more for that with it. Okay, no, I feel that too. I, I feel that. Uh, honestly, what you told me in the spoiler uh, makes me uh, more excited and, and willing to give uh, the Breath of the Wild 2 a chance than I did 1. Um, if that is true, what you told me, if you if your inclination is right, that uh, is something I would, I would actually be excited to see. And especially if they if they took the format that they had and expanded back onto a little more traditional, I'd be willing to give it a chance. I feel like if it's just cookie cutter, same game, uh, but here's a, here's a new storyline with uh, this, this whatever enemy we, we have to face, then I don't know that I'd be that interested. So anyway, I'm just curious and I'm just, just letting you know how I feel about that. So I, I'm just kind of iffy about uh, direct sequel and that nature is if like, Hey, we didn't quite give you everything that we should have storyline-wise, so we're making a second game. Because then that that I, that's going to prevent the team from working on a um, a more traditional style game that I would prefer, you know. So that that's my only worry. But I'd be willing to give that second one a chance. Well, if that, like if they, your spoiler proves true. 
Well, like I said, I kind of hope they have more of a fusion where they have like the original Legend of Zelda where you had certain dungeons, but you can go to them in any order and get the items. I'd like to have more of that than what we had with Breath of the Wild where you have the Divine Beasts that are more just giant puzzles than actual temples. Yeah, I feel that. I like uh, the dungeons, the, the dungeons, the bread and butter, man. They are. That's where it's at. I want a, I want, I want a badass dungeon that is it's challenging combat-wise, but more so puzzle-wise. And just top it all off with a, a challenging boss battle. And I kind of hope they break more away from the weapon uh, breaking system that ha- that is in Breath of the Wild. And you get like a set sword and shield. Or like multiple weapons that you can discover and upgrade throughout the game. I would agree with that 100%, and I feel like surely I'm not the only one who's complaining about that. If they if they listen to fans, which I know Nintendo does, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna address that weapon breaking in some degree. I just don't know what, and I really hope it is more favorable to what you were talking about there and what I would prefer. I wouldn't mind shoot. I would not mind. I would not mind an upgrade system to weapons. That's that makes it fun. It makes you feel like you're progressing, and it's kind of you get to choose where you spend your points, whatever they may be. Yeah. You know how you upgrade. I like that. That's cool. It leads it to the user. Uh, I definitely feel, feel like that. Well, they they had that with the armor in the game because you have to go find certain ingredients throughout the game to upgrade your armor sets, and the the more you upgrade it to get it closer to max, the more rare materials it requires for each upgrade and i'd like to see that with the weapons in the in the shields from the game in the game true that i i'm on board with that but what were you saying dustin or not and they keep it the same yeah i doubt it i see i i'm not one for betting but let's i'm just gonna say i seriously doubt that they're gonna keep it the exact same there's no way that they they have ignored complaints to that degree they'll they'll address it to what degree they will i don't know yeah they'll address it there's no way they won't but uh cuz what you what you got guy what else you've been um, you're dropping off the board here oh yeah that's you guys it's not much i've already kind of said my piece so okay uh any closing thoughts because we're kind of getting close to like an hour and a half here yeah um Ocarina of Time is by the far the best Zelda that's ever been made. Uh, okay, yeah, that's opinionated. Let's give him, let's give him that because I'm gonna say some pretty strong opinions as well. Tell us some finish your thoughts here. Um, Majora Mask being second. Um, Skyward Sword being third. Fourth is a uh, Twilight Princess. Ouch. And fifth, yeah. Oh, this one's here's his kicker. Fifth one's uh, Wind Waker. So yeah, I gotta disagree <laughs> on that one. Wind Waker is number one. Breath of the Wild is number two. Twilight Princess is three, and then Ocarina of Time's down here in like ninth place. Ouch, guy. We, and we tenth place is Majora's Mask. Okay. You haven't played Majora's <laughs> Mask. Played I, don't it, I, don't so. I know, I'm just giving you crap, but I know, I know. <laughs> All right, but uh, seriously, Wind Waker is number one for me. Okay, that's cool. I can see it. I can see it. I has a, it has a feel to it. Alright, I'm gonna state mine and then I feel like we should actually express a little more uh oh, closing thoughts besides ranking and then I'll 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 stop B 
being pretending to be the moderator here and let you guys do what you want with your <laughs> podcast. Uh, personally, all right, here we go. I'm gonna lay it out there then. Uh, my, this is hard. It's really weird to say. I, I feel like I changed. Like, all right, number, one, I would have to say not only is Ocarina of Time the best Zelda game. I think as a overall, it is the best game of all time and will hold to be that for all time. I feel like. That, there's my statement. I'm leaving that. Ocarina of Time, best uh, Legend of Zelda of all time, best game of all time. Period. Okay. Holds nostalgic value that does not fade. It's like it's like fine wine. And then uh, number two, strong number two, yeah, I would say Twilight Princess because honestly, I sway between. I almost I almost have this here, uh, heretical or how do I say it? Heresy. I'm almost committing heresy to the point of saying that I like. Uh, Twilight Princess better it's than Ocarina of Time. It's really hard for me to say that. I can't because of the nostalgic that I have, all the nostalgic feelings I have with uh, Ocarina of Time. But I will say this: uh, I'm not saying that it's my favorite. I'm putting it at number two, Twilight Princess. You hear me, number two. But I will say this: that it is a better game than Ocarina of Time. I will say not only is it a better game, it is the best made Zelda game in history. That's so fair. Far. I think that as a overall well-rounded as far as presentation uh the graphics the dark tone behind it the atmosphere they create with not only the 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 visuals but the audio the music uh the introduction of companionship and yeah you had Nav- navi but before it was always like hey listen now you've got a, a somebody who midnight who's following you around expressing more deep emotions actually getting connection with link so you got the companion you got the dark overtones you got some improved graphics you got definitely improved combat that is really smooth and really fun enjoyable storyline that is compelling and rich and actually i feel more involved than most zeldas and uh i will say it's got a love story in it man and it broke my heart okay because i'm not I'm so not the really skyward a, sword it has I'm a love really story a, as well i'm not really i'm not really a romantic guy like when it comes to like that kind of stuff and that broke my heart and i cried about it and i'm not gonna i'm not afraid to admit that and so i will say it is the best made zelda game of all time well-rounded uh number two number three i don't know if i even need to make any more statements about what i think number three and so on is haven't beat breath of the wild so it's not really fair to put this on the chart uh majora's mask is is badass for i i i i recently beat that with cuddleson a couple years ago and i was really surprised that i liked it as well i really like the dark uh under overtones of that game as well um but i really like freaking link to the past because that is the first that's the second game i ever played i played super mario world as a kid link to the past was my second game and i love that game so that's really why i was excited to play ocarina of time so i would really probably have to put that as three majora's mask is four and then from there on it's pretty vague because the other ones i've ne- i i i've played i've beaten a few other ones but they they weren't like super super special to my heart um so i'm gonna leave it at that but then i feel like uh is there an overarching theme to our podcast that anybody else wants to comment on like uh we're not trying to bash ones all over the other i i I think our feelings on the matter between ocarina time breath of the wild is pretty uh obvious but yeah um anyway i think we still have a lot to look forward to Zelda in the future, and I will be willing to give Breath of the Wild 2 a chance more than I did the first one. Uh, I agree with that. I am going to be still uh, it, so... 
but I'm gonna let that uh, I'm gonna let that be my final words. Rather than it's been a pleasure talking with you guys. We uh, disagreed, but I enjoyed it. And uh, I'll let Jones. This is your show, so <laughs> you have it. Seems like it's more your show right now. No, no, man. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. on it. You invited me, guy. You remember I know. next time. You remember next time. I'm gonna talk your ear off. If you invite me, so. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I, I feel like it was a good discussion. I feel like it was very well-rounded. Absolutely. But, yeah. I uh, think, my closing opinion here is I think that you should add some Danganronpa memes to your Oh, uh, my God. I haven't even played Danganronpa. If you don't like Danganronpa, then you're wrong. Oh my gosh. No, you're wrong. How many times have you posted that no, that's wrong in the Discord chat? Because I have it pulled up on my laptop and I just I just More. saw it. More than you'll ever know, man. More than the listeners <laughs> will ever know. Stand screen not show how much I've done it. <laughs> I'm over here in Discord while they're talking. Every time I disagree with something, I post, No, you're wrong. No, that's wrong. Yeah. <sighs> All right. But, uh, yeah. I, I'm still gonna think Ocarina of Time has flaws in it, but in Breath of the Wild, yeah, it has flaws, but it's it's still a better game overall. But, uh, I have been Nintendo Jones here, joined by Cuddleston and Flint and Bo. And thank you for joining us on the podcast. We'll catch you guys on the flip flop. It's gonna be my. Take me home